Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show. Come on in, stay a while. Got a lot of topics. The trade deadline is come and gone. We'll assess those who did, those who didn't. Also, we had another no-hitter last night. Framber Valdez of the Astros threw a no-hitter, and he was really, really economical. 93 pitches. Fewest pitches in a no-hitter since David Cohn needed just 88 to no-hit the Expos in 1999. Oh, Darius Rucker. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Stat of the Day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Got a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, operator Tyler standing by, phone calls, emails, tweets, all of that. Always welcome. Every day we say good morning to Peacock, our streaming partner, and also Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio, and we are now close to 400 cities in America carrying this program. There's a lot of topics today. I don't know if there's a real headline here today. The Astros did get Justin Verlander from the Mets, so back with the Astros. And yes, the Mets are going to pay part of the freight, just like with Max Scherzer. Here is Max Scherzer on what he thought the plan was with the New York Mets. The team is now uh, kind of shifting vision and, and that uh, they're looking to compete uh, now for 2025 and 2026. Uh, and that... You know, 2024, there, it was not going to be a reload situation uh, in New York and that it was going to be more of a transition. Um, I said, okay, you know, that's a, you know, brand new, <laughs> brand news to me, um, different than what I'd ever heard out of uh, Steve's mouth. I was like, all right, I got to hear this directly from Steve. So I had a phone call with Steve um, and he basically articulated the same uh, vantage point that that was the new vision for the Mets. Uh, and so once it became the, you know, official, that's the vision for the Mets. Um, then I said, yes, I, I, I will waive my uh, no trade clause of that Under, underneath those pretenses. Okay. I give the owner credit. He tried, it didn't work. And these were commodities that you would be using in October. The reason why you get Scherzer and Verlander is come playoff time. It's not about the regular season, but the team failed. He tried, they spent a lot of money. It's kind of hard to throw these things together and go make magic. It doesn't happen that easily. I don't care how good you are and how much money you spent. 
They tried, didn't work, and now you reload. Max Scherzer, okay, you got your answers, and then he decided that he'd be willing to sign off on a deal. Go to the Rangers. All right. That's how it works. Not everybody can be in it and uh, you know keep putting money out there. They spent a lot of money on that roster. Look at the Padres. Still waiting for them to be elite. Now, we saw glimpses of that last year, but this year, they're average. It ha- The Yankees, average. Now, what do you do this next year? That's the key. Do the Mets spend a little bit? They did get you know some minor league prospects here. Doesn't feel like this owner wants to build for the future because billionaires don't like to wait. They don't normally have to wait. They want to buy their way out of something, and it didn't work. But... Uh, you had some teams involved in the trade deadline. The Yankees didn't do anything. I think that surprised a lot of people. And some just standing pat saying, uh, hey, we have the team. I like this philosophy with the Yankees. They didn't do anything. Yeah, we're fine with who we have. Okay. Good luck with that. I don't know if it's worked the last couple of years where you go, yeah, we're fine. We're going to stand pat here. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. I guess we uh, found out the uh, Pac-12, their TV partner, looks like it's going to be Apple TV. Now, it just looks like it's going to be Apple TV. What was it last week where the commissioner of the Pac-12 talked about, hey, I, we know where we're going to you know, have our games played. We know who's going to be our TV partner. But we're not choosing to tell you that now. We want this to be about football. And I went, I don't think he has a TV partner right now. That felt like it was still negotiations or whatever it might be. Because if I'm Apple TV or any streaming partner, any uh, potential TV partner, first thing I'm saying is, who's going to be in the Pac-12, first of all? uh, Do you know? And the commissioner doesn't know. Because if Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah go, let's just go to the Big 12 then the Pac-12 is going to be, you know, the artist formerly known as. You'll have six schools. And then what happens after that? You're going to have Oregon and you're going to have Washington that the Big Ten will probably take a look at. And then what are you going to have after that? I mean, it's just been a mess. But they're not even the Pac-10. They'd be back to the Pac-8. Yeah, Seton. Doesn't it seem like a place like Apple doesn't really care, though? Well, but they should care that... Can we find it? College football is about how convenient it is. You're flipping through and you're like, but if you said, hey, to get that game, you got to go there and then do this. And and, and is it going to be a marquee game? If it's a great game, then you'll find it. But if I say, hey, you know, Oregon State is playing Stanford. Well, if I'm flipping through the channels late at night and I'll go, all right, I'm going to watch this. You got to make me make it easy for me to find that. It's like Thursday night football. Well, people had a hard time finding where Thursday night football was. Or I got to do this and a you know HDMI. What am I doing here? <laughs> HDMI. Yeah. yeah, but it feels like Apple though. Like they just can throw money at things. Like they've they've decided as a business we want to get into sports. Just start buying stuff up, and what? then we'll figure out how it works. But if I'm going to invest in the Pac-12. Granted, I may have all the money in the world, but what kind of product am I getting? I mean, you're going to get it on the cheap, but then what is going? What's the Pac-12 going to look like in two or three years? Will there be a Pac-12? I just I think we're on the precipice of 
the potential collapse of the Pac-12. I think it's. I think we're we got an amber alert here going on, and it started with UCLA and USC. You let them go to the Big Ten, uh, but I I have to believe Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah could be on the cusp of saying, what is what are we staying around here for? And then what Stanford and Cal do because you know that's higher learning. You know it's that's education first. Are they going to stay? They go independent. Does Stanford go independent? I don't know. You know, they didn't bring in San Diego State, uh, SMU. Those are still potential uh, schools to bring in. But, man, it happened quickly. You know, the game of musical chairs in college football. Yeah, Seton. It feels like not only conferences, but individual schools are finding out what their real value is. Uh, in the yeah. sort of grand scheme of things where it's like, no, 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 we're a big program, right? It turns out maybe not. Apparently, there was a call last year from the Big 12 to the Pac-12 to say, hey, the commissioners, could we talk about maybe a merger here? And then according to Ross Dellinger of Yahoo Sports, the uh, Pac-12 commissioner uh, said no. Weren't, they weren't interested in a merger. And then fast forward to this year, uh, reportedly the commissioner reached out to the Big 12 commissioner, Bob Bowlesby, and went, uh, hey, what about that merger? And then the Big 12 went, nah, not interested. Yeah, Paulie. It does feel like the Pac-12 is, is a great conference for all sports. Like, you know, like swimming and volleyball and all these great West Coast sports that are great. But I don't know if they put enough focus on football as the alpha dog of the conference. When the other conferences do it you know, almost exclusively. We're going to win football. We're football. You know, the SEC has become a good basketball conference as well, but that's the trickle down from football. Uh, all these big-time football conferences, they, they lead with football, and then everything else comes in. But I think the ACC, you know, they signed a bad TV deal. They got 12 years, 12-year deal, and the SEC schools and the Big Ten schools are making money off, more money off their TV deals. What's going to happen with the ACC? Do they expand? I, I think we're really right on the ledge of college football changing. And who would have thought that these would be week-to-week decisions? Not year-to-year. It's now week-to-week going, wait, who's staying? Who's going? Wait, Colorado's going to, back to the Big 12? Okay. We had Texas and Oklahoma. When, that started it, too, when they decided they were going to check out from the Big 12. And then we thought, oh, my God, Big 12's in trouble here. Well, the Big 12, you got to give them credit. They've held it together. They, you do lose your marquee schools in Texas and Oklahoma, but we'll talk some college football a little bit later on about the uh, Pac-12 and is it on the verge of collapsing? Because it certainly feels that way. Poll question today. What do we have, Seton O'Connor? Uh, I'm workshopping one right now about the state of college athletics, but mm. we're going to skip that for okay. now. Right. Uh, throwing a no-hitter in baseball is incredible or nice? <laughs> Um, well, first of all, you don't have pitchers who get to stay in the game and actually go nine innings. Uh, now, you know, Framber Valdez throws 93 pitches. I'm going to keep you in, even if you have the analytic uh, analytics department going, you know, he's, uh, his pitch count here. He, you know, he's on a pitch count. Um, so I think because of that, I'm surprised we don't have more no hitters from the standpoint of it's a swing and miss league. Not you're not even putting it in play to you know maybe get a little blooper in there go the other way hit and run it it just doesn't happen and you could get a couple of hits in a game almost accidentally like that but now it's a swing and miss and everybody throws really really hard 
I'm surprised we don't have more. But is it a big deal? Yeah, it's always been a big deal. But I grew up when you had guys who were Sandy Koufax and Nolan Ryan. These guys were throwing no-hitters. And it it was special. Uh, And then you you would have the perfect game. But uh, there was only one base runner, and that was due to a walk last night. But uh, Framber uh, Framber Valdez, that's about as good as you can get in a no-hitter. My problem is the combined no-hitter, when teams have a combined no-hitter. Because it used to be there would be just a name. You know, that that guy threw a no-hitter. Now it's five guys in a combined no-hitter. It's it's hard to really celebrate that way when a guy comes in for one inning and doesn't give up a hit, and then that's you know the ninth inning. Like, yeah, you did it. I threw one inning. It's the other guy who threw five or six. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, can you have a combined four home run game? If Shohei hits three home runs <laughs> and then the, the, the second baseman pops one in, did they combine for a four-home run game? You're being sarcastic. Lightly sarcastic. Lightly sarcastic you are. Yes, you are. Doesn't <laughs> it feel like any complete game in the majors this year is likely going to be a no-hitter because they're that rare? Yes, Eaton. So are, are combined no-hitters not something worthy of being noted? Mm. They are. That, I don't have a problem with it because to me, it's if the word combined is before it, then it's obviously not as special as just a no-hitter. I know, but they're still on the no-hit page of the, of the uh, record books because you can't really just celebrate one guy. Like, that one guy did it. Instead of six guys, we did it. I mean, that's good for team bonding. If there was a combined no-hitter last night, we wouldn't have started the show with it. Um, we wouldn't have even noticed it. We wouldn't even have, it wouldn't even probably have gotten mentioned, maybe unless it was play of the day. Be like, hey, the uh, Orioles had a combined no-hitter last night. Other than that, we wouldn't recognize it at all. I, I think you got to recognize even a combined no-hitter. Begrudgingly. But yeah. I mean, I, would I embrace it? Yeah, but not a long hug. It'd be just a quick pat-pat on the back, and that'd be it. As opposed to a no-hitter, you're like, come here, man. That's awesome. Yeah, Paul. I know it's wordy, but we got to get rid of the phrase no-hitter with combined. Hmm. Uh, blank blank and three others didn't allow a hit to the Guardians. I know it's awkward, but mm. okay. If you ever went to those, you ever see those things on uh, where you go to a restaurant and they have the, the food contest where you got to eat the 75 things of ice cream. Mm. And then if you win it, you get a free t-shirt. Mm. You can't combine to eat the ice cream. Mm. You can't combine in a mm. food challenge. Mm. Okay. It's akin to that. Right. How many combined no hitters were there this year? There was one a month mm. ago. I don't know how many this year. Yeah, and did we spend a lot of time on the one a month ago? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Which shows I mean, it's lesser. But did we mention it? I don't know. Probably not. A combined no-hitter you do. Probably not. That's Unless it was play of the day, probably not. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not a big deal. So It's a big deal to Paul. See. Well, it sounds <laughs> like it's becoming a bigger deal to you, too. It is now. Because you're, it's you're not, on my team. It's not as big a deal to you. So now You it's guys are combining team. on yeah! this take. Oh! So who actually gets the take? Now, it was Paul's, but now it's both of yours, so now it's not really you a know take what? anymore. I'm, I'm not going to go out to the mound then. I don't, yeah. I'm going to refuse to you know, take <laughs> You guys are combining take on takes, slam. then it's nothing. Yeah. I get to finish the start? It's less special. You're, you're going to finish it. Yeah, you're finishing your uh, your hot take there. What, Todd? <laughs> it's a footnote in the box score. This one threw five and a third innings. <laughs> this one pitched two innings. This one pitched a third of an inning. You just say, Wait, I don't care how are you is. combining with the back row now? It feels like you are with Seton. I'm saying mm-hmm. that I don't... You I don't, don't care how wordy it is with combined or not combined. Even if it takes 40 words to explain it. The other team happened to not get any hits against this team on this day. Whatever, However choppy that sounds, the bottom line is that team... 
wasn't able to get any hits against this group of pitchers that was thrown at them. Three, four, five guys that it took. Todd, we were we were just having a little. I bit know, of but fun. I'm just. I mean, I just. I just feel strong. I'm not sure where Todd stands on this. I don't know discussion. either. I don't really know at all what he just said. <laughs> he balked. I have to be honest you, with you. Uh, you I were think with a Seaton, no hitter is silly. Wait, you were with Seaton. And now you're with us. He just jumped on your take, so now now you guys got three oh, throwing that same Marvin, lane take. Marvin, do you want to be part of this combined take? Hey, you know what? I don't. Okay. <laughs> that, that's good. That's the right, right answer. DNP. Yes. Coach's decision. Yeah. All right. That was great. Combined no hair. It's nine sixteen. Oh, I know. I know. There are times when I go, uh, we got two hours and forty five more minutes here. He's killing it. Yeah. Usain Bolt and two others combined to break the world record. Well, they do that in the four by one hundred meter relay. There you go. But then they don't Different let race. Usain Bolt that'd be great. What if Usain Bolt in a relay was like, I'm not gonna hand off the baton. I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> I wonder if Usain Bolt, no, he couldn't. He wouldn't be able to beat a country. No, because it's four fast sprinters. Yeah. I know what you're saying, though. Yeah, that'd be great. Like, the guy's got his hand out like that, and Bolt just goes, sorry. Nah. The, the guy's running to catch him. Would okay. we combine to win a sports Emmy, or is it just you? No, it's me. It it's is. me. <laughs> That's what I thought. No, no, because I am. I can be up for an individual sports Emmy. Yeah, I guess theoretically we all could, but it's not likely. No, it's not. <laughs> but when the show is up for it, that's a combined sports Emmy, mm. and, and I I recognize that it's wonderful. Mm. It'll never happen. Yeah, it's hey. not. It's definitely not happening. No, no, it's not. Okay, if it doesn't happen this year, it'll never happen. Because the sympathy vote of, oh, <laughs> uh, the old man, he's going to be checking out mm. and going to the big radio station in, in the, the sky. sky. <laughs> <laughs> or the year Here. after you retire, they reunite us for the event, open bar. No, no, Emmy. I'm not doing that. You're not attending. No, no, no. I don't want one of those sports Emmys where they go, you know, for... Uh, you, you know, career Emmy. Oh, dude, you're going to end up getting a Lifetime Achievement Emmy and we're going to get boxed no, out again. No, I Damn will it. not accept it. Yeah. I will not accept gonna it. You're going to get boxed out. <laughs> yes. Unless Melissa Stark is handing there out the go. sports Emmy. <laughs> well, then I'd go. Then you'd go. I would go then. Yeah. yeah. What if you got it in April or May of 2027 in the middle of that last year? So it wasn't the year after where they're doing Lifetime Achievement Award. It's in the last year. Let's take a break here. You did that again. <laughs> <laughs> I, you just sometimes land the plane, Todd. That's all. <laughs> I thought it was a fair question. I know, but... You don't want it in 2028, but in 2027, just, well, there's still a there's few months left. There's nothing wrong with just laying out. Let's go to Brian and... That's what you do. I make this passionate comment. You're like, Frank, <laughs> Rancho Palos Verdes. What do you got? Uh, who got you on stage with Darius Rucker on Friday night? You did that among many other things. Man, that's becoming like the worst thing to ever happen. <laughs> I, just, I am starting to feel like I lost the bet, which has been brought up. This is supposed to be winning the bet opportunity. Do you know, you know what, I'm, I'm going to take a break here. I'll oh, save boy. it because I have to tell you something in private. Don. Is that going to be bad? Um, oh, dear. You'll find out next. Yeah, let's take a break. <laughs> Back after this Dan Patrick show. Oh, but we're going to Ireland. Yes, we are. We're going. Let's go. Yes. Seton sent me a text that I never thought that, A, you would send me this text or that I would be reading a text that said, hey, pub crawl with Keeper's Heart on Wednesday in Dublin. I go, 
Yeah. Uh, question mark? Yeah. Does that work in your schedule, Dan? I, I know. I, I said, hell yes. Hell yeah, dude. We get done with the show at five in the afternoon, double in time, and then we're going to do a pub crawl. Wonderful. We're going to go to all the bars there that have Keeper's Heart. It's made by one of the best distillers in the world, Brian Nation, and uh, he rocked the whiskey world. He left Ireland and uh, left Ireland's most famous whiskey company to make Keeper's Heart. Boy, are we glad he did. Keeper's Heart combines the smooth character of Irish whiskey and the bold flavors of American whiskeys. It's a unique taste experience worthy of the record books. Also, check out the 10-year single malt. It's an award winner. If you're a whiskey fan, you got to try it. Uh, please include in all of uh, what we're doing here the, uh, the opportunity for you to get a discount. Go to Keepersheartwhiskey.com. Promo code DAN2023. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack you know, one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Well, 
Nathaniel Hackett responded to Sean Payton's comments yesterday. The uh, Jets offensive coordinator used to be the Broncos head coach, not for a full season. And normally they don't speak. Normally the coordinators don't get in front of the media for the most part. Uh, A lot of head coaches don't want them to talk. Uh, I know Bill Parcells, Bill Belichick, they don't like the uh, coordinators to get in front of a microphone and speak. I don't know how this came up that Nathaniel Hackett, the uh, Jets OC, then did speak to the media. And uh, I'm guessing you have to clear it with ownership. The head coach just say, hey, can I respond to what Sean Payton said that basically I was uh, the coach in uh, the worst coaching job ever in the NFL history? And uh, here's Nathaniel Hackett talking about Sean Payton's comments about him. It's frustrating and it sucks, but uh, we're all susceptible to it. There are things that you do, mistakes you make, and it costs you time on the field, costs you your job, all those things. And I own all that stuff. It's unfortunate that that had to happen, uh, that the comments that were made, but hey, they did. Okay. And then uh, had this to say about uh, the coaching community. I've been involved in this business my whole life. And uh, as a coach, you know, as a coach's kid, you know, we live in a glass house. We know that. We all live in different rooms. We all got a key for it. And it's one of those things that there's a code, there's a way things are done. He's right. Sean Payton was probably right in what he said. He shouldn't have said it. Uh, Does Nathaniel Hackett even have to say anything about this? Does this make it go away? And, you know, granted, these two teams meet in week five. Well, it's not like Sean Payton's on the field or Nathaniel Hackett's on the field. It's Aaron Rodgers. And here is Aaron Rodgers, by the way, using uh, an expression on this show, a word on this show that we're still trying to define. This is going to be a few years partnership after that. Hopefully there's not a huge uh, kind of cap issue. That's why we didn't need to backload it or put uh, any special escalator, strange things in the contract to, you know, to weigh down the organization after I'm done playing. Okay, you said few years. We think few means three. Aaron Rodgers, when we had Peter King on, he had visited camp. He said that he would take the over two and a half years that Aaron Rodgers is going to play. Now, Rodgers is good friends with Nathaniel Hackett. He has backed him up. He's said all of these uh, glowing things. He's his uh, favorite coach he's ever had. Uh, Won a couple MVPs in Green Bay when he was there as his quarterback's coach. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett did not do a good job in Denver. We know that. I still believe Sean Payton said what he said to then take the microscope off of Russell Wilson. I think it was his way of saying, let, let, let me let people behind the curtain to know exactly what was happening here. This isn't on Russell Wilson. He's still a great quarterback. Maybe that was his philosophy here. I don't know. We've reached out to Sean. You know, maybe he was trying to protect Russ, who got roughed up uh, considerably, and he's still there where Nathaniel Hackett is not. I can blame him. But then Sean was also blaming other people who are still there in the organization. Should he have spoken out like that? No. Am I glad he did? Sure. It's content for me. I didn't get hurt. But for Nathaniel Hackett, does he have to say something now? This is going to be a great buildup to a game in week five. That may not be a great game. Where you go, man, Jets, Broncos, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get ugly. How ugly? Like, who's upset? Is Aaron Rodgers going to light up Denver? Well, he's going to try to do that, whether there is friction or not, or another storyline here. 
Uh, what's Nathaniel Hackett going to do? Oh, we're going to keep passing and rubbing it in. Or I'm going to show Sean Payton how I can be an offensive coordinator. I don't know. What's Sean Payton going to do? You know, we're going to prove that we're a better team and Russ is a better quarterback with me. I don't know. It feels like the buildup is going to be great. I don't know if the game is going to be great. But Nathaniel Hackett, I was surprised that, and you could hear it in his voice, after somebody criticized you like that, you want to say something? Do you need to say something? Um, I don't know. I would have kept quiet. I would have told him, no, no, let, just let it simmer. Just, you know, don't give somebody an opportunity to then bring it up again and then dissect it again. And then it's, it sort of stays there with people. It becomes a little bit more permanent. And then you're going to have people go, well, look at the numbers of the offensive line. Hey, they couldn't get their plays in. Hey, I did some research on that. Now, now you've kept it there sort of front and center. And you didn't need to say it. I know you're angry, but channel that. Rodgers already spoke up for you. That's all you need. Nobody really cares about Nathaniel Hackett with the Jets, other than the Jets. So do your job. Maybe you get a chance to be a head coach again. Probably not. But do right by your quarterback, your team, and that's enough. Show how good you can be at doing that. Yes, Eden. Man, there sure are a lot of expectations, though, coming into this season for that Jets offense. It better be good. Hey, you're going to start. I, I understand that Sean Payton shouldn't have said those things, but I I don't know that Nate Hackett's unquestionable. You know what I mean? Or that people can't talk about Nathaniel Hackett, the Nathaniel Hackett era that just <laughs> passed after a year. You know what I mean? I don't know that he's got that stick to swing. I appreciate that Aaron Rodgers is sticking up for him, too. But all right, then have a great year. Yeah, Paul. Do you think that's part of it? Like, as a grown man, he's like, I don't want other people talking on my behalf. Maybe that's part of it. Because Seton said, other people are sticking up for him. And that makes sense because a lot of people are going to bat for Nathaniel Hackett. But I wonder if he's a guy sitting there going, I want to talk. This is me. It's a one person. And he did mention that Sean Payton had not reached out to him yet. He did clarify that. Okay. I, I just, I got to move on with these things. Because you're allowing people to go back and really examine what Sean Payton is saying. And and he's going to – I would just move on with it. Sean could have been right, shouldn't have done it, but Nathaniel Hackett, you're like, okay, hey, uh, maybe I could talk to Sean about this privately, but uh, we look forward to week five when uh, we get to play Denver. Yes, Todd. So is that promo caption for week five going to be Peyton Hackett front and center and then a little shot of Rodgers and Wilson behind <laughs> them? You could barely see the quarterbacks. Do you think that is going to happen? With this ridiculous hype, I wouldn't be surprised if they no. put a big picture of hate back and No, Peyton, nobody and the cares about them. Talking about week five like it's, you know, I don't no, know, like this no. is going to be the, one of the five, biggest games of the year. No, it's not. It'd and be like 1913 Jets, and we'll move on. You've got two great quarterbacks. That's what's going to be presented here. Two great quarterbacks. And then maybe the brains behind those quarterbacks or the people who help get them to this level – you'll have that storyline with Sean Payton with Russ and then Nathaniel Hackett with Aaron Rodgers. But nobody cares about Nathaniel Hackett going into week five. Be like, man, are they going to have a camera like a Nathaniel Hackett camera on him? Hackett cam? (laughs) Yes. And even if the Jets play well that day, Aaron Rodgers is going to get the credit. No one's going to be like, man, Nathaniel Hackett really whipped up a pretty serious (laughs) game plan for that one. Broncos had no choice, no chance. And then if they win, then Aaron Rodgers, first thing he says in the press conference, well, first of all, I'd like to thank Nathaniel Hackett. I thought he called a great game plan. And uh, 
obviously we were going against a team that maybe that coach is not as good as he thinks he is. Uh, questions? Yes, Todd. Is there any handshake or acknowledgement between the two coaches before or after the game? Or do they completely ignore each other? <laughs> I'm very curious. Now. That's the only thing I think I'm curious about, even more than the outcome I, I of the game. I don't know. Then tune in for the conclusion of the Week 5 game. October 8th, 425 Eastern. Yeah. That, uh, that's when you're going to tune in. I'm not going to tune in to watch the game. I want to see what happens if they shake hands. <laughs> Peyton tries to shake Wait, his hand. Wait, slow down. So, oh, get it in slow motion. Do we have another angle on that? He snubbed him. Oh, he my God. We have a snub. Look how quick that, that was. was. That was a snub. That was a full snubbing. That is snub. I have a fun game for you, Dan. Oh, okay. It's called Would You Flex? It's a new thing we're going to play this year. Would You Flex? Hypothetically. Okay. Jets Broncos week five is a 4:25 p.m. game. Oh, on I thought you were talking about flexing, oh. like you know, hey, I'm flexing. Gunshot. I'm flossing. Okay, I'm. Would you take the Jets Broncos game and replace one of these two primetime night games? Now NBC can't flex. Cannot. But for the bit, we have I did to pretend. check. I checked yesterday. We do some homework occasionally on here. So the Sunday night game that week is Cowboys at Niners. No, no. You're, you're staying with that one. You would not flex Jets No, practice. you would not. Okay, that's fair. I would rather see the warm-ups of <laughs> Niners-Cowboys than the Jets and Broncos. If I was looking for a big rating, that's that, right. I'd get a bigger rating watching Dak Prescott throw patterns to C.D. Lamb. So far, you're winning the game. Thank man. That's you. correct. Thank you. Monday Night Football, would you have Jets-Broncos flexed in, or would you stick packers at Raiders, a supposedly subpar Raider team with the hunky Jimmy Garoppolo mm. versus the mysterious Jordan mm. Love. The Devontae Adams game. Mm. Mm. Got to go Jets mm. Broncos there. I think. <laughs> Wilson Rogers and was the coach going to punch the other coach? And what are they going to acknowledge each other? Are they going to hug? Are they going to ignore each other? I would, I would rather see Jets Broncos Monday night. That's would you flex? Yes. All right. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, that, that, that. Yes, Marvin. You've been in production meetings for TV, and they have the camera meeting, and I guarantee you that the, the director or the producer, hey, keep, uh, you know, when I've done games, you know, with LeBron or whoever, hey, there's always a camera on that guy. Yeah, It's going to be, there's a camera on Hackett, Rodgers, and Peyton. Yeah, but Hackett is going to be in the booth. Look, oh yeah, and they'll put... They put like a Marshall. Yeah, so cam. he's not going to come in contact with Sean Payton unless Sean Payton decides he wants to go up into the stands and that'd be good TV. Well, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh no, no, I think you're right, but I think they put like a what they call like a little Marshall cam right in the booth where all of the coordinators uh, are. Look, and who, look who's in TV. Okay, <laughs> the, speak, okay. Are we still playing the flex on them game yeah, or, yeah. or what? The the Marshall camera. Back when I was setting up Marshall cams, the Marshall cam. You know, I did that with LeBron. I did the Marshall camera. <laughs> I said, excuse. I said, Bron, excuse me, one second. Flex on them. Flex. <laughs> it's Marvin from the Dan Patrick show. Flex on, flex off. Oh, that's great. Okay. It is you, Marvin. Yes, LeBron. It is me. Hey, Bron. Uh, owning a Mercedes-Benz EV isn't just extraordinary. It's extra easy and. Um, the vehicles are all electric. Feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ. I feel like the word extraordinary or extraordinary. I know. I'm is, an extraordinary. Is misused. Well, extraordinary is two words. But extraordinary and extraordinary, wouldn't they be spelled essentially the same? Mm, I believe so. Huh. Because if you're extraordinary, that just means you're even more ordinary. 
You're super ordinary. It's like, this is so ordinary, it's extraordinary. Yeah, checking the dictionary, I think uh, it's not extraordinary, it's extraordinary, the pronunciation. Very unusual, remarkable, or surprising. Uh, not in an established manner. Well, extraordinary, I agree with Seton, that just means you're sort of extra average. But extraordinary... That has, that has a different sound. It's the same, it's the same word. If you yeah. still call something nice and then you're extra nice, it just means, yeah, oh, that's, that's even more nice. It's not a totally different thing. Ordinary is like average. Well, you're extra average. Oh, that means I'm fantastic. Speaking of which, Todd will be singing whoa, with Darren. Whoa, what? Whoa. Nice. What? That is an unnecessary segue okay. to make. Unnecessary. Darius extra Rucker, unnecessary. Darius Rucker put out something yesterday on social media, and he said, Hey, tune in to TikTok on Friday. Big news. And so I thought, well, what could that be? And there is speculation that Darius Rucker will announce his retirement Friday morning so he doesn't have to sing Friday night with he's Todd. Gonna, he's going to give up the whole career. Yes. Yes. That's just very mean. It's a very question. mean thing. Yeah. I, look, I'm just speculating, Todd. I have no idea what this announcement's going to be, and maybe it's related to you. He's got many years to come. He's not retiring anytime soon. Yeah. But that would be pretty harsh if, if he actually pulled that off. That That's him second-guessing. Maybe he's hearing from his fan base, and maybe... He'd rather refund all the tickets. Yeah. Ooh, walk out at the uh, amphitheater. As soon as I get on stage, everybody turns their backs. Maybe. <laughs> I can't... <laughs> can't sing. <clears throat> Got a 24-hour virus there. Who knows, Todd? I don't know what the, I'm just saying. And there's a chance of rain and if you're not feeling well, you don't want to get the flu or something. I just want to make sure you're ready to go, that you be professional. You know the words. You're there for sound check, and you offer to do one song. And if you think that I should do two, I'll do two. I think that's the best way to go about it. I agree. Okay. Yes, Paul. I have a quick bet. I don't oh, know how we're going to confirm this bet, boy. but I will bet that Fritzy does not bring up the concept of doing just one, one song. song. Okay. I, I, would, I don't know how we can confirm this because I will not be there. Well, I, why, why would he want to only do one instead of two? I think that's the best route. I think that's where you endear yourself to the audience. Uh, Darius, it makes it easier for him to do a one. Because when you get done with that first song, and then I think people are going to be like, all right, man, that, that guy, Make-A-Wish Kid, did really well up wow. there. Wow. Congratulations. Well, the crowd would turn on someone to the difference in I just don't one know. more song. That's kind of weird. Think about how much more confident Todd's going to be after he made it through the first one to get to the second mm -hmm. one. I think I think we're really trying to derail the idea of a second one in playing to Todd's fears of saying, just make it through one and you'll be better off. I think, Todd, you stick to your guns. You go for two. Or what if Darius addresses the crowd <laughs> after the one song? What do you guys think of my man Fritzy? You want to hear one more? And they would say, no more. Wait, but who is Sabbath? Seton, are you... Trying to sabotage Todd? No. I don't think he is. No, I'm very much supporting Todd. Okay. This is a once-in-a-lifetime chance, and I think if he could get three songs, he should go for three. But as a producer, <laughs> I'd like for you to maybe try to sabotage uh, Todd a little that's bit. Just so I, I, there's not more nice. There are more than enough people here sabotaging <laughs> that, Todd on a daily basis. He needs one person who has his has think, some support. Think, you should wear a thong and a clown outfit. That would be great. You'd look so good if you did that. Think about how good it'd be. Never I, shave. Just have a total face of hair. That's hot. <laughs> well, that was hot, Todd. You, you're I messing think, that up. I think Marvin does care about Todd. I do. I, I do think Marvin is not mean-spirited, and he does care about you, Todd. 
I didn't know that was even a debate. Well, <laughs> we were talking about who is trying to sabotage you, like Paulie is on a daily basis. I might be right now. For Paulie, I'd like to think at some point it's almost become a bit where he's expected to. I don't think anyone's that evil. Mm. Where he I'm just, sure he that's plays what it the is. Black <laughs> I'm sure that he, he's just going on a 20-year bit. I yeah, like to believe. I, I like down. Andy Coffin. I'm playing the long game. Nothing yeah. to do with it. Yeah. There's something nice in there deep down. He just he, sure plays, he likes to wear the black exactly hat. Exactly what it is. He hates doing it, but he just has to for the show. Yeah. Commitment to the show. No, I appreciate that. Welcome. Yeah. Uh, let's take a break here. Maybe that's why Paulie hasn't won Most Valuable Danette, because we don't realize what he's doing and sacrificing for the show. Long game. Like you are you make fun of Todd, and you're only doing it just for the show. It's a marathon. It's not a content. Thank you, Todd. Take a break. Play of the day. Up next. Uh, got another data breach to tell you about. HCA Healthcare recently announced they suffered a data breach impacting 11 million patients. So there's sensitive information that's posted online. Names, locations, addresses, appointment dates, and this is all online for everybody to see. And this is becoming all too common. That's why you need LifeLock. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives every day. Your personal information gets exposed, making it dangerously easy for a cyber criminal to steal your identity. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats that you may not spot on your own. If you do become a victim of identity theft, there is a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist who will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But right now, you can join and save up to 25% off your first year promo code PATRICK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com promo code PATRICK for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray, depression, depression anxiety so now i'm coming out with a new podcast unbreakable a mental health podcast with jay glazer where each week while we talk about mental health i hope to describe it give it words listen to unbreakable with jay glazer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes director wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Oh my God. The play, the play, is play. of the day. Left side, got it. Play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Here's the 0-2 to Gallagher. Broken bat, soft liner, Pena catches it, and a no-hitter from Valdez. First one to greet him is Maldonado, and the rest of his teammates pile on. Fromber Valdez throws the 16th no-hitter in Houston Astros history. First no-hitter, a complete game no-hitter for the Astros since Justin Verlander in 2019. That's courtesy of the Astros Radio Network. Play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by Simply Safe, their new 24-7 Live Guard protection. Right now, get 20% off any system when you sign up for a free month trial of fast protect monitoring. Visit simplysafedan.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. The most amazing thing out of that audio that we just played, there have been 16 no-hitters in Astros history. There are some teams that don't have more than two. Don't the Mets have just one? Was that uh, Johan Santana? I don't know if they have another one, but uh, 16. And you would think, okay, well, Nolan Ryan pitched there. I think Ryan only had one as a Houston Astro. He had Texas Rangers and the California Angels, but 16? Yeah, Pauline. Yeah, you're correct. It goes back to guys like Don Wilson, Larry Durker, Ken Forsh. Nolan Ryan had one. Mike Scott. And that was right before the playoffs, wasn't it? I think uh, 86, Mike Scott. Yeah, Mike Scott clinched against, they, they clinched the division by beating the Giants, I think, in Houston. That's the correct. Uh, uh, September 86, Mike Scott had a no-hitter that clinched the NL West. Mm. Uh, they had a couple combined no-hitters. Mm. Verlander's got one. Is that, I, I'm going to guess that's the most for any franchise. Checking. Unless, like the Dodgers. But uh trying to think who else would be up on that pitching in a ballpark that is pitcher-friendly, certainly helping. Although nowadays, I don't know if that matters anymore. Yeah, I'm pulling. L.A. Dodgers, 26, going back to the Brooklyn Atlantics, the Brooklyn, oh, okay. et cetera, et cetera. Okay. It goes way deep. And the White Sox, Red Sox, Giants, Reds, Cubs, the old school teams. Uh, Mick in Pennsylvania. Hi, Mick. What's on your mind? Dan, gentlemen, thanks for taking the call. I'm going to help you out here. I think that when it comes to no-hitter versus combined no-hitter, let's just use the word they were. And, Dan, you could use in your voice, they were hitless last night. And if you want to go held hitless, you could throw the extra word in. That way you stay away from that no-hitter, combined no-hitter kind of thing. And uh, I will say this before I go, it was really nice to hear Nathaniel Hackett. At least he didn't say, 
Let's Fly at the end of the press conference. Oh, okay. Said Let's Ride, Let's Fly. Okay. That's snarky there. They were held hitless. I think that's what he wanted. Is that better than uh, combined no hitter? Uh, you know, the Rockies were held hitless. Uh, RJ in Colorado. Hi, RJ. What's on your mind? DP, it's been a while, bud. How are you? Good, 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 RJ. I'm just really hoping that Todd and Darius can combine for a round of applause and a standing ovation when it comes to this event. And also, big request, I would love to see Todd throw some more content at the NFL in his Marge voice, maybe a week in review of NFL games. I love that yesterday, and I think it's a killer thing to do. All right. Well, thank you, RJ. Doug I fully and- support RJ in that, by the way. Todd doing uh, actual sports analysis as Marge Simpson was hilarious. I would like for you to do a, a sports center tease as Marge Simp- uh, Simpson. We can do that. All right. Thank you, Todd. Doug I, th- North- I think the Jets and Broncos should be flexed the week five. <laughs> <laughs> What a wonderful Monday night football match. Doug in North Carolina <laughs> joining us. Hi, Doug. Hey, Dan. I have a story that's kind of flying under the radar, but I think it's the best thing I've heard all week. Dan Campbell was on a podcast, Detroit-based podcast, where he revealed that he thought it would be great motivation for the fans and for the team if he had a live lion on the sidelines mm-hmm. with him. You can Google this. <clears throat> he got permission from Sheila Ford, who's the owner, but apparently uh, Roger Goodell has... Uh, put the Knicks on the live line, and I want to see if you have any thoughts on this. Do we need mascots in football? No, there have been mascots. College football has mascots. The Bengals used to have a Bengal tiger that uh, they paraded around on a leash, and then they put it in its cage. But I, I saw that with Dan Campbell, that he actually was asking if he could have a lion on the sidelines. What could go wrong? Oh, A lot. Occasionally. Yeah. Not week to week. <laughs> I think it's inhumane to put that animal on the sidelines and have people come up to it yeah. and, you know, poke and prod and make faces and yell and scream. To motivate your players, though. If you don't make that tackle, I'm going to feed you to the lion. Let's go. Get out there. Let's discuss. Going to feed you to the lion? I'm going to feed you to the lions. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Play football already. Oh, no. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.